guys, thank you for joining the Shantae Golson Show, where every entrepreneur and C-level executive learn practical strategies to overcome stress and burnout. So I have a special guest today, and Kevin Davis, he is uh, the orchestrator as well as um, the premium to his particular business, the Kinegetic Life. And his company, rather, is called Our Kinegetic Life. And he's the author of Just Tell Me What to Do. He believes that health is a large key to healthy life as a practicing physician uh, assistant. Now, not only that, but he has other aspects under his sleeve that he's going to share with us today concerning health and why all of that is so significant for us. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about him. In his field as a 25-year vet, he's learned to overcome a lot of medical uh, diseases, prevent diseases, treat diseases. And his particular motto is, listen, why do you have to treat something that you can prevent? So with that being stated, I would love for you to turn off the music, turn off the TV, and grab your coffee if you're speeding down the road just focus on the road because we're going to introduce mr kevin davis today thanks for joining me i appreciate you being here thank you so much for having me today absolutely so i am excited to get into this uh, ketogenic information that you want to share with us uh, you say that you know it is a Unhealthy eating is a pathway to diseases. So tell me, how did your business begin? How did you start this particular journey? Well, I've been a physician assistant, like you said, for 25 years, and we've owned our own practice for 17 years. And mm -hmm. over that time, you know, we've seen, we see people from babies till, you know, the elderly, and we see all kinds of medical problems. And the one thing that I kept going back to is there's a lot of people who were really thinking that they were trying to do something healthy, uh, but mm -hmm. they never just felt well. And uh, it's kind of like one of those things you go to the doctor. I'm sure some of your listeners maybe have taken thyroid medicines or something along those lines. And, you know, the lab work comes back and they go to the doctor and say, I don't feel good. You know, I just don't mm -hmm. feel good. And they say, well, your blood work looks okay. Well, you know, when people time and time tell you the same thing, and it's not just one person, then you start thinking, okay, there's something that we're missing here because there's so many people that have the same kind of problem. And, you know, you can say weight loss or whatever it may be, but when, when time and time people are trying to do the right thing, they're trying to do what they're told to do, but they just don't feel good, you, th there has to be something underlying. And that's kind of like what led me to the ketogenic diet in the functional medicine is trying to not just at the back end, trying to treat it with medication, but what can we do to help prevent it? And if you already have that, to help reverse it. Okay. All right. And so when you talk about diseases and prevention and also reactive to the diseases as well by having to go to the doctor and all these medications, uh, you you have a philosophy that all of these diseases really start at the point of stress. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, stress. Now, 
a lot of people think stress, you know, it's emotional stress, and that's a big part. That's probably the major one. But there's also other stress as well. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't depend on where we're talking about stress. And there's usually three different main types of stress that people have. It's emotional stress. Okay. It's either dietary stress, uh, the mm-hmm. foods that we're eating, or it's inflammatory stress. Now, the inflammatory stress could be something wrong with your gut. It could be a physical pain. Uh, it could be things like mold, toxins, and things like that. But when your body senses stress, it doesn't know where it's coming from. Once your body has this stress, then it reacts in a similar way. It doesn't matter which area that it came from. And that stress leads to a cascade of different effects, and it's mm-hmm. primarily the main uh, hormone that's involved is something called cortisol. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when people hear the word cortisol, they've heard that, you know, they've had a hydrocortisone shot or they've taken the cortisone for, you know, poison and ivy or something like that. But what happens is when you start having the stress, which leads to fluctuations and increases in your cortisol, there's a cascade of effects with other hormones as well. It's kind of like when you think about hormones, you can't separate cortisol and insulin and your sex hormones. They're not separate. They're, they're all together. It's like a soup. They mm-hmm. kind of dance with each other. Okay. So when you affect one hormone, you affect another hormone. So when you have this underlying stress, and again, it doesn't matter where it comes from, it starts affecting your cortisol. And then, you know, there's things like, uh, you know, your active form of your thyroid. If you have high cortisol, what's going to happen is you're not going to get the active form of thyroid hormone and you're going to feel tired. Okay. Uh, you may have something called like insulin resistance that leads to diabetes. And a lot of times that can be from uh, longstanding fluctuations in stress, uh, stress hormone cortisol. Whether that's, again, from emotional stress, it could be from dietary stress, or Mm -hmm. the uh, inflammatory stress from different reasons. So if we can go back and kind of figure out, okay, what's this problem, then we can start making some corrections to improve your health so that, you know, I can't guarantee anybody going off medication, of course. But you can, you know, maybe lessen it and then ideally feeling so much better. Okay, so within this particular diet, uh, and you know, most common we know it as keto diet. Correct. Um, you are stating that it's really a good prevention prior to diseases, but if you have diseases, then it could be um, a possible remedy, of course, under your doctor's care. Yes, and you want to make sure that, you know, there's nothing else going on. If you're, if one of your uh, listeners, you know, if they take insulin, you know, don't, don't go on a ketogenic diet without any kind of supervision because if you're taking insulin and you change your diet, your sugars are going to drop. So that's just one instance that you need to kind of be aware of. Mm-hmm. But with, with the ketogenic diet, basically what we're trying to do is get rid of a lot of added sugar and mm-hmm. a lot of the processed foods. Now, the way we do a ketogenic diet is not by eating a bunch of bars. If you go to the supermarket now, you're going to see keto this, keto that. Yeah. And there's so many things out there that have the name keto on them. But one of the things that we always do is, is anybody ever ask me, can I have this? I don't look at the front because marketing's really good. <laughs> so I have them turn around and let me read the ingredients. Right. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, the simple way that we try to recommend keto is if it's been around for two or three hundred years, it's probably okay to eat as long as it hits, hits the other macros that we're talking about. If it wasn't here two or three hundred years ago, it's probably processed and we can stay away from that. So when we talk about a ketogenic diet, it, it's a healthy diet. Now, with the ketogenic diet, basically you're going, you're switching from being a sugar burner to a fat burner. So your body needs energy, and in the standard American diet, you're getting most of that from carbs and from sugar. And what we try to do is change that to be a fat burner, to where your body's burning the fat that it needs, that it, that you eat, and mm -hmm. then also the excess fat that you may have on your body. So what we want to do is, is concentrate on becoming a fat burner and not a sugar burner, but not using processed foods, using whole foods. Okay. And some of your listeners may be like familiar with like paleo or carnivore. There's all kinds of other places, things out there. You know, I'm not saying that keto is 100% right for everybody, but if you look at like paleo and you look at keto, you look at carnivore, you know, we agree probably on 90% of things. You know, we're all getting the sugar out. We're getting the processed foods out and eating more whole foods. So one takeaway from your listeners is whether you agree with keto or not, and I can make a very good argument for that, mm -hmm. is if you just get the sugar and the processed foods out, you're going to be way ahead of the ballgame. What would be one step for an individual to learn how um, to eat better and to get those sugars? Because sugars are sneaky. Yes. So even those that we, we grew up thinking that are healthy – is not necessarily healthy as well. And we know that there are some sugar substitutes for those that love sweets. Mm -hmm. What is one of the steps that are practical to, that could slowly help them to get into that? And what advice do you have for those trying to dive into this, knowing that they have a sugar addiction, a carb addiction, <laughs> and et cetera? So how, what is the first step? for them the first step is your mindset mm. you have to you have to have a why i don't care i like there are so many lists of foods out there that you could get and the, you know unless you're really wanting to make changes you know change is hard it doesn't matter what we try to do if we've been doing something for 30 years and we try to change it it's going to be mm -hmm. hard yeah so that's the first thing. We have to get our mindset right. We talk a lot about that in, in our office and clinic and on, online as well. But as far as like your foods, it, it's really hard. It was hard for me. We've been doing it for five years. It was really mm -hmm. hard for us to go from a standard American diet to eliminate all the sugars. And what we did is we had my wife, she made things like fat bombs. Uh, she had different desserts out of that that we use artificial, you know, uh, sweeteners like stevia, which is one that we would recommend. Um, and uh, they make it out of sour cream and butter and different things like that. And what we would do is in the first probably year or so, we would have those in our fridge in our freezer. So if we wanted that little snack, we had something there. Mm -hmm. But what people find is over time, and we found this personally with ourselves, is if you continue to do that, you like when we first started, we always had fat bombs in our freezer. Okay. Always. Because if I wanted a snack at night, I had one. We haven't had fat bombs in our freezer for probably two or three years. Mm -hmm. 
your body just changes. It changes chemically, it changes hormonally, and you kind of go away from that. So mm. one thing is try to have some good keto uh, sweet snacks available. And the other thing that I tell people when they first get started is don't count calories. Mm-hmm. As long as we're eating the healthy foods, we want to stay with the healthy foods, and we never count calories. In five years now, I've never had anybody count calories. Yeah. Because what happens, if you're eating the right kinds of food, you feel more full, you're not as hungry, so you don't have to worry about how much you're eating. Your body kind of regulates that for itself, right. as long as you're eating the right foods. Right. And you have so much energy. I myself have been on the keto diet on and off and now I'm getting ready to get back on it because uh, I've gained the weight back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I can contest to the the change in your mind and your body. I can contest that your body does not want these foods anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and I can I can say that there are goodies that you can substitute uh, while understanding this process, and it, it's a forgiving process. So when we talk about mindset, we've got to give ourselves some grace here. Absolutely, moving away from such a long habit string of habits that it is no way that you can deep dive into something that you're not familiar with. So does your website have the ability for us to study and gain resources over what this diet or this way of life, because we don't want to call it, some people don't want to call it diet because the mindset of diet takes them totally to another place. Yeah, it, just to kind of go on with that just a little bit, when people used to come to me, mm-hmm. the first one of the first questions they would ever ask is, can I have a cheat meal? Mm-hmm. Now, one, I don't like calling it cheat meal. Okay. It puts a negative connotation on it. It's okay. a lifestyle, just like you said. And I used to go into the great detail, okay, let's do it for this long, then you can have a cheat meal, then we'll see how you do it. Finally, what I've realized is if I can get people to do it for like a month mm-hmm. and stay on it, stay, stay strict, you know, where we want to try to keep you, and they do have, quote, a cheat meal, they feel terrible. They feel bloated. They don't don't feel good. They don't sleep well. And what I've come to realize is if I don't put that limitation on them and I say, well, just give me a month. Let's see how you do. Mm -hmm. It polices itself because people get to the point where they they don't really realize how bad they feel until how good they feel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly how I understood it. Mm -hmm. and And then they have something they're not supposed to have. And then they said, I don't want that anymore. Right. <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it really does help with, with that as far mm-hmm. as the lifestyles is that to know that going in, all right, I need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. I need to change my mindset. I need yeah. to find a why. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll tell you why about a, a, a patient I had. Really good story here. She was, uh, I maybe get the wrong, so she's like 65. Okay. She was diabetic on insulin. I've been trying to get her to change her diet for 10 years. She come in to me one day and she says, I want to, I want to do that keto thing. I said, okay, let's, let's try it. So we actually had to take her off the insulin because her sugars were going to drop so much because of the change in the diet. So I started asking her, I said, what was the difference? I've been trying to talk to you for 10 years about changing your diet. Mm -hmm. Again, she's 65. She says, I have a man in my life. 
Mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, that's good. I like that. And she, I said, well, who is it? She said, my grandson. Mm-hmm. Her, she wanted to be to able live. To, yeah. to live and take care of her grandson because she babysat him and she wanted to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for 10 years, it didn't mm-hmm. matter what I talked to her. She didn't want to change. But when she had that why, she made the changes. And that was four years ago. And right. she's, she's still not back on any diabetes medications. Mm-hmm. So again, your mindset, you have to get that, you have to get it ready, you have to get it started. And if you have to, you have to find that why that's going to keep you going through those times when you're struggling, because we all do. If you don't yeah. struggle, you're lying to me. <laughs> uh, and if you don't have those temptations, right. but when you get to the point and you get over that hump, it's it's so much better and people do so much feel so much better mm-hmm. you know one thing i do want to say is i want to give the audience a practical view of what you we were just talking about how you go from feeling well to feeling bad if you move into the old lifestyle just for one meal so to put it in practical terms when you are uh, on keto, you slowly move away from f- the fried foods and or the certain oils that you would normally use, the veggie oil, the all this and that. So, you know, I did that for quite some time and I decided I wanted some fried chicken. Now, my culture, we just, I wanted some fried chicken. I like fried chicken, too. <laughs> so, so, when I went to get some fried chicken, I tell you, I was so sick. Mm -hmm. Oh, that grease just made me so sick. Mm -hmm. And and so I wanted to give the audience just just an understanding of that. And then also the substitute uh, sugars when I use monk fruit. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite because the rest of them, you know, they do. I take them all. It does. And uh, so with that being stated, when you go back and you eat, something that's made out of granulated sugar or what we call regular sugar, Mm -hmm. uh, you can so tell the difference. You can. So even when I was off keto, I still was using monk fruit Mm -hmm. and didn't go back. So yeah, so there's some great health benefits. You sleep better. You don't even need as much sleep as you think. You have so much energy. This list goes on and on, but we know it's subject to change per individual. Correct. So share with me this. Uh, so once the goal is established, like the 65-year-old, hey, I want to do this now. She understands her why. She is starting to establish the goal. So then what's next? Because you have something called uh, the four pillars of health. Let's kind of talk about what's next. All right. For anybody who is going to make a change and get healthy, they have to have these four areas covered. Okay. They have to have a healthy diet. Okay. They have to exercise. Mm-hmm. They have to sleep. And okay. for me, it's prayer. Okay, or meditation. Some people, or some people say meditation. For, mm-hmm. uh, so if you don't have these fours, it's like building a house. You know, you got four mm-hmm. corners to your house. If you don't have a sturdy cornerstone in each part of, those ha- of that house, your house is not going to be solid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, and I'm guilty of this, okay. I, I, I exercise. Mm-hmm. I pray. Mm-hmm. I watch my diet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my sleep isn't where it needs to be. I try to do too much. You know, I'm, I'm getting up trying to do things for work and different, different things. Mm-hmm. But I know when I experience that, I've got three out of the four things going really well. If I don't do the sleep, 
it affects me. So to have a healthy life, and that's one take-home message probably that I would want your audience to know more than anything, mm-hmm. is if you don't have these four pillars of health, it doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to live the optimal health that you should. Okay. And you, if you are not satisfied with where your body's at, if you're not happy with you know where it's at, no matter what it is, where you're talking about weight, medications, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Your body is doing exactly what you're telling it to do. Mm-hmm. If you are, like for me, if I'm not getting the sleep that I need to get every night, my body's going to tell me the next day my workouts aren't going to be as good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to be probably as sharp as I should be. Mm-hmm. So if, if I look back and I look and see about these my body's not doing exactly what it needs to do. Well, your body's designed to do what it needs to do. If you're eating an excess amount of sugar and mm-hmm. you're trying to lose weight, well, your body's design is, uh, if you think about three or 400 years ago, we didn't have a McDonald's or a grocery store everywhere. So if you eat more than what you should three or 400 years ago, your body would take that excess sugar and store it in your in your liver to use it for energy later on because you may not get a meal tomorrow. Okay. So your body's designed to store that excess sugar. That's what mm-hmm. it needs to do because it wants to survive. That's a good way to look at it. Okay. Yeah. So what we what we do now is we expect our body to still do what it's what we want it to do, but you know, more than likely, not unless it's on purpose, most mm-hmm. of your audience is probably not skipping meals. They're not going days without eating. So you're not getting to that burning of that excess sugar that's in your liver for energy. And what happens is you keep storing it, you keep storing it, and you keep storing it. And then eventually you're going to pay the piper because you're going to have some problems from that, whether it be diabetes, fatty liver, you know, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, you can find a lot of these things I'm imagining on your website, our ketogenic life.com. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I want to ask you is how do we slowly move into an exercise regimen when we don't either have time, we don't want to do it, we're not motivated. Now, our audience are busy folks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they are entrepreneurs, they're C-level and above executives. And so a lot of time carved out for these things may not be there. So what would be one tip, one strategy to start exercising so that they can not only eat well, exercise, sleep, and meditate, mm-hmm. so it can be effective on their, for their productivity so they can meet their outcomes? What would be something that we wouldn't think would be effective because we think, oh, there's really nothing to that. That, that can't count as exercise. What would you suggest? Well, obviously just walking. That, that, you know, that's just, if you could just walk and, and do something that you're normally doing, making a phone call, you know, listen to the, a podcast like this, you know, if you're spending those times, you know, walking is very important with it. One of the things that we try to do as well is you can do short bursts of um, um, exercise within 10 minutes. Uh, there's something called a Tabata workout, and uh, it's a four-minute workout. And, and you can really get a lot of good results from that. You know, s- things that you've heard before, like taking the stairs, 
mm-hmm. you know, adding extra steps, mm-hmm. uh, parking away from, you know, the entrance of whatever store or building that you're going into, you can get extra steps that way. Um, but there's a lot of things that, that I think that a lot of people think they don't have time, mm-hmm. but yeah. it has to go back to time management and it has to be going back to my four pillars you have to realize you have to have those four things in place if you want to be as productive, productive and as healthy as you can. Um, a lot of people uh, that I'm in contact with you, like with your audience, uh, you know, they're busy. I'm busy. I run a clinic. I run an online business. You know, I have a family, but you have to take time out. Uh, yeah. You have to take, you have to carve that time out to what's important to you. And even if it's just 15 minutes of, of some kind of cardio in your house, you know, whether it's like, you know, uh, if you're on a street, just going for a walk, going for a run, uh, just outside on the sidewalk will be something that would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you know, most of the time we have some time, we just decide to do something different with it. And if we want to, if we want to, be at who we want to be, you know, there's no getting around. Mm-hmm. Like for me, there's no getting around not sleeping. It's right. You yeah. Have, you have to do it. And mm-hmm. again, I struggle probably with the same things that your audience does. And, but I have to, and I know, cause I see this every day that if I don't do these things, I'm not going to be as productive and as healthy as I want to be 10 years from now. Right, right. And I know I'm just thinking about there's just so many probably people who are listening who have multiple routines. I know when I was in living in burnout, this is a real thing to be burnt out but still keep going. Uh, you know, I left my home seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, didn't return back until about ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was all because of business. That wasn't because I was going uh out on the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was almost at six days a week. So when we talk about low energy, when we talk about not wanting to do anything else, but just plop down somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I asked the question, what would be realistic? Because in those terms, would I go walking? No, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I should. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the busyness. So I purchased, one of my first steps was purchasing a, a yoga office book mm-hmm. <laughs> I had never seen before. And it's just for busy people to just stand up and do something in the office. So that's, a, that's an example of something yeah. mm-hmm. easily that you can move into. Um, now, you have a podcast as well. So yes. tell us about your podcast, but then also tell us about you have like you may mention an online business where you, you help people mm-hmm. with a, a type of assessment. So tell us all about that. Uh, our podcast is the same name. It's called Our Ketogenic Life. And it's mm-hmm. me and my wife. Um, she is the, well, she's my office manager. So she's my <laughs> boss at work and at home. But anyway, uh, we talk, I take it from the medical standpoint and she takes it from the everyday standpoint. So you get both, uh, aspects a lot of times she'll stop me on the podcast and say hold on here i don't understand what you're saying so mm-hmm. probably the audience doesn't understand what i'm saying and we go we explain it a little bit better that way so we've been doing that uh we just did our 52nd episode so we've been doing it for one year now okay. um as far as our online business we have a couple of different ways where we try to help people we try to meet them where they're at we have a mm-hmm. membership and it's called fat burners academy 
and we have a private Facebook page. We do Zoom calls like our, we have a Zoom call on the day we're talking here tonight. Uh, we have it tonight, and people get on there and ask questions, and we're able to help get them over roadblocks. Now, the testing that you're talking about is called an executive profile. It's mm -hmm. a, what it does, it's called a urine uh, organic acid test, and it measures how well your body is functioning. So one thing that I find that very um, enlightening and going from your example just a minute ago, about six days a week, going, you know, 14 hours a day, you know, I can tell you that you're not going to last that way. Your body is going to deteriorate. You're going to have problems from it. But if you can do a test and it's on black and white paper and it shows this is where you're at, this is mm -hmm. how your body is functioning, I find that that grabs attention a lot more than my word speaking because it shows how your body's functioning. It shows if you have a problem with something we call Krebs cycle, where you have energy. You know, it shows if you have problems with things like uh, neurotransmitters, you know, serotonin, norepinephrine, you, you, whether you have a GI problem uh, as well, far as detox. Thorough. Sounds like a, an evaluation is very thorough. Oh, it's very good yeah. because it really pinpoints, you know, like I can have two people come in with the same complaint, mm -hmm. do this test, and I treat them totally different because they have totally different problems. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a very, it's a very good test that uh, want to screen. And then once we screen, we try to do it on a yearly basis to see if there's any kind of adjustments that need to be made. Uh -huh. And uh, it's because it's an ongoing thing. And you know, as well as I know, what we do right now and what we do in five years, you know, with mm -hmm. our bodies changing hormones, everything, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit different. So, you know, we try to uh, be an ongoing relationship so that we can continue to improve our health and not just be kind of sat satisfied with the status quo. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the main thing is it helps show people how their body's functioning and what mm -hmm. specifically they need to do to change to uh, improve their health. Okay. Okay. And how do they start that process? Do they find someone uh, locally in their area? Do they contact, how, how do they start that? Uh, we do it online, and uh, if they want to contact us, uh, we set up a phone call, and I talk to people before we even get started to see if we're a good fit for each other. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these tests that I'm talking about, you won't get at your uh, regular like doctor's office. Uh, we do a lot of these online, so a little bit more specialized. Some of these tests are covered by insurance. Some of them aren't, uh, okay. so it just depends on if they know somebody uh, locally that they can go to to get that. If they have trouble finding someone, they're more than welcome to reach out to us. Okay, what's the name of the test again? It's called an organic acid test. Organic acid and it's just a urine test that's why we can send it to people's homes and they just have to collect a urine sample mm -hmm. put it in a little container send it back to the lab and then i get a report from it so there's okay. no blood drawn with this it's a great place to start okay and and that will be their local lab or the lab uh that you talk to them about yeah uh, the lab that i talk about okay uh, they will send the kit instructions they get the urine sample, send it back to the lab through the mail, and then uh, they send a report to me or whoever they decide to go see. Okay. So in speaking about everything that we spoke about, the benefits, the cons, et cetera, of not having good health, why should I take action as a busy person to get this done? Like, I know all of the things that you've stated, mm -hmm. 
And I'm speaking from a busy person, <laughs> right? Why should I stop in one of my afternoons to contact you to do all of this? Why personally, what do I get out of it? Well, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, you, you're not going to be able to burn both ends of the candle forever. So you may be, you know, someone who's 30 years old and think they're indestructible and they can keep doing the schedule that they can do. But you have to realize, like for, for me, and I'm, as, I'm probably as busy as anybody here on this, off, on this call, mm -hmm. but for me, you know, I have to look at what do I want in 10 years from now? So if you are a busy entrepreneur, you're, you're, you know, you're doing really well, uh, your, your business is growing. Why do you want your business to grow in 10 years if you can't enjoy your business? So you have to think about, you, you can't burn both ends of the candle now. And mm -hmm. in 10 or 15 years from now, expect to have the health to enjoy uh, what you did. You have to be able to uh, do things now so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor later mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would probably want to talk about, you know, why are you working so hard? Because a lot of times it's for the future. It's for things you, you're trying to build. Mm -hmm. So if you're a busy entrepreneur listening to this, you know, I just want you to stop and think, why are you doing what you're doing? If you're working 12, 14 hours a day, why are you doing that? And mm -hmm. if we can figure out why you're doing that, then these tests doing the four pillars of health, then they start to make sense. Because if we can do something that shows that your body's not functioning like it should, and if you keep running it into the ground, so to speak, uh -huh. you know, in 10 or 15 years, you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Mm -hmm. So... Uh so I appreciate that. And this is how I would answer that question. Now, you know, you're on the physical side, I'm on the mental side. Well, what I would say is uh, you want to get this test done or you want to be mindful of your diet because you don't want to be in a uh, hospital after having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. You don't want to live with anxiety and have uh, anxiety attacks. You don't want to lose relationships because you're not there for your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, mm -hmm. there for yourself. So you have no relationship to come home to. There's no community and there's no friends. That's why you want to pay attention to yourself now. Yeah. Right. Because these are the real things that are occurring with entrepreneurs and C-level executives because of their busyness. Right. That is how I would answer that. That's a good answer. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you for being here. So tell us what we can expect when we go on to your website. Uh, it's called Our Ketogenic Life. And it kind of, uh, you can download a free uh, food list to begin with uh, okay. and um, just kind of see what foods you're supposed to be eating. It talks about the oils that you talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. And then it has different places on there that, you know, we, where our services are offered, you know, how to work with us. And again, there's different ways you can do that. And if you're not sure, just reach out and call me and set up a time and we can talk. Uh, it also has a link to our podcast. Uh, you know, we've been doing, like I said, podcasts for one year now. 
now. And it kind of takes us through the, our story of how we started. And then a lot of the questions that people have on a regular basis, people have asked us and we've done podcasts on those topics. Mm -hmm. So you can get a, a very good background in education in the ketogenic uh, lifestyle just by our food list and by our podcast. But again, if you need to reach out and ask me anything specifically, you know, get on there, set schedule a time, be happy to talk with any of your um, clients or any of your audience. Okay. Well, Kevin, thank you for being here. We appreciate your time. Uh, and where can we follow you or link with you on social media? Uh, you can look at Our Ketogenic Life. It's on our Facebook page. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, you can uh, follow us from there. Uh, I really don't have a Twitter handle for the ketogenic life we just basically have our facebook page but uh, you can get on there and subscribe to us and uh, we have a page and a group and uh, we are able to reach out and answer questions and kind of see what we have to offer there okay well thanks for being here so guys make it a great day be productive meet your outcomes preserve your energy so that you can be the best person that you can be check out his website as well as his social media uh, handle support and we'll be right back next Thursday talk with you then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.